0: Hello everyone, and this is our ninth Digimon Adventure novel reading episode. So just before we start, I'm actually really enjoying reading this it's just it's really great to have this extra insight of what the characters were thinking and a couple of episodes ago how we learned that there was some connection between Edamon and Vamdemon which was more or less just implied in the actual anime so I'm really enjoying the fact that there's some extra bits and pieces I know that they fixed a few a couple of other things later on I won't say exactly what it is but I'm really looking forward to reading how it's done But I'm just really enjoying how we seem to get extra insight of how the characters are feeling towards certain events, especially in our eighth reading, which was The Arrival of Skull Greymon, and it's just how all the characters react to that. And it's just, it's really nice to read, so I'm really grateful that we can read this and, and of course, thank you to Onke for the translations and the fact that we can consume this bit of media that was only available in Japanese. So today we'll be continuing on with chapter three, and we'll be reading part three of chapter three in novel one. So it seems to be quite like we're about what twenty twenty episodes into the show, so that's over a third done, and we have three books to go. So I'm so they kind of es- like really sped up the first chunk of episodes into a very small amount of time. So I'm it'll be interesting to see how they continue on with how many episodes are left considering we have two books and we're not done with the first book. So over three books, I'm not, I'm not sure how they're going to continue, but it's, I'm really looking forward to it. And it's kind of a relief that they kind of skipped past all the formulaic everyone gets an evolution to adult because each episode was more or less the same and there was just only a little bit of character growth. So it's kind of good that they skipped that, but I'm really interested to see how they're going to go for the rest of the three-book series in terms of pacing so let's continue part three access i i'm sorry taichi koromon apologized disheartedly his eyes downcast koromon didn't realize it but even though his kind words held no blame for his partner they made taichi feel more as if he was carrying a heavy cross over his back even though he was able to make Greymon evolve to perfect level, neither Taichi or Skull Greymon could control its actions. In the end, Skull Greymon's wild rampage caused him to eat up so much energy that he degenerated all the way down to Coromon. It was possible that he'd run out of so much energy that he didn't even have enough to stay in his Agumon form. From what he could remember while he was Skull Greymon, as Coromon clumsily explained... It had felt as if a dam inside of him had broken apart, and he had been taken away by his destructive actions, unable to do anything but look on in the back of his mind like Taichi had. It was all my fault. I'm sorry. Taichi apologised. First to Koromon, and then to everyone else. I really am sorry. Everyone forgave him without a fuss. Part of this was because they didn't want Taichi to feel bad about it any more than he already did but also because they all felt responsible for not stepping in and stopping Taichi from his extreme actions. If they had blamed him, if they had shunned him and made him go on his knees and beg for their forgiveness, he might have been able to pour out his feelings of regret along with his tears. But because he was unable to do that now, those feelings piled on top of each other like poison inside his body and slowly ate away at the inside of Taichi's heart. Ever since then, Taichi spoke very little, he hardly made any attempt to speak to the others, and when the others tried talking to him, he would just answer back with only a, yeah, or, okay. And, like a disease, Chi's depressing reserve spread to the other children, until all of them felt as if their hearts were filled with dark clouds and a downpour of rain where summer would have never arrived. "'Hey, Koshiro-kun!' One night, three days after they had left the Colosseum and set up camp at a water mill that seemed completely useless in the middle of a desert, Sora called out to Koshiro and brought up something that she'd been thinking about. Would, would we be able to get in touch with Jenai-san? There's a lot I want to talk to him about, not just on evolution, but also what we should do from now. Getting in touch, it's, it's not impossible, I think. That surprised her. Sora had been certain that he would tell her it couldn't be done. If it's not impossible, does that mean you think you can do it? Possibly. How? If I use the black cables, there could be a way. Black cables? This was what Koshiro said. Everyone, including Sora, had seen the black cables connected to the enemy Greymon at the Colosseum. But after Skull Greymon's frenzy, Koshiro revealed that he had gone to where the enemy Greymon had first appeared in order to investigate how this all had been set up. There, Kosho discovered that ahead of the ripped black cables was another black cable attached to a modular jack buried underneath the stone floor. Also, just moments before, he had discovered a low black cable running through a dry well nearby. Those black cables are c- uh, probably laid all throughout the server continent like a mesh net creating this network. The modular jack was of the same standard as my laptop, So, it may not be impossible for me to use my computer to break into the network. Her eyes round, Sora asked, Why didn't you tell anyone before about this? This is important. I couldn't. Not after what happened to Taichi-san. Even if I did, I believe it would just raise even more trouble. Trouble? What do you mean? Well, it's the same network that Edamon uses. If we break into it without anyone noticing, there wouldn't be a problem. But if we do get spotted, we're doomed. Sora didn't understand much about computers or the internet, but she had seen a news report on TV about a hacker who had been caught by the FBI after he'd tried to break into a government agency's computer to rewrite the data. Was that what Koshiro meant? Is there a way to keep us from being noticed? Since I don't know how the system's set up, I can't speak with certainty, Koshiro said first as a way of covering base. But Anamon's subordinates must also be using a computer terminals for the network. By connecting to it, they may not be able to tell whether or not we're one of them. Although, if it asks for us for a password, we're done for. One prospect is that it could give us a chance is that there isn't anyone in this world who would want to infiltrate the network, so it wouldn't have much of a security system. After that, Koshiro talked enthusiastically about access logs and proxies, but Sora couldn't understand any of it. What she thought Koshiro was trying to say, in the end, was that it was possible to hack into Edamon's network without him noticing, but if it failed, Koshiro could not take that responsibility. The democratic way of doing this would be as if they held a conference with all members present and came up with a unanimous decision. But she could already imagine the outcome. Joe, Yamato and Mimi would most definitely say no. Takeru might follow what his brother said. Taichi seemed like the only one who would be most likely to agree with her. But in his current state, there was no way he would feel up to it, and if he would, without doubt, abstain from voting. But Koshiro, or at least it appeared that way to Sora, seemed confident. So in that case, try it, Koshiro-kun. I'll take responsibility for whatever happens. She knew that she had no right to be making this decision, but they had to break out of this stifling and cramped situation somehow. Sooner or later, would defined them attack them anyway. So even if it did end up failing, they would also be speeding up that moment. If it was their time to die, then they would have to die, she thought firmly. If she was blamed for that, then so be it. Very well, I'll try, Koshiro consented. But I don't think we should all get our hopes up. I'm, I'm used to not finding him. He smiled at Sora in an attempt of playfulness in order to set her at ease. Finding himself within the small bottom of the empty well, Koshiro tapped continuously on his laptop keyboard. From above the well, Sora looked down at him as he worked with a worried frown on her face. His connection with the network was simple and smooth. It didn't even ask for a password. Making a sweeping glance of the system... Koshiro grew astonished as he saw that the network Edamon has built up was well-maintained. It wasn't just connected throughout Server Continent, but in places outside the continent borders as well. There were other continents besides Server Continent around. Perhaps the network had existed there in the first place, and Edamon was only just using that for his convenience. It also had a security system fully in place, but for some reason it wasn't functioning right now. Just as a precaution, Koshiro rewrote the access logs and deleted all traces of his presence there. When he received an email from a Digimon who knew of Jedi's whereabouts, the address said Andromon at factorial-town.file-island. It was from the Andromon that they had met in Factorial Town on File Island. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Andromon was the supervisor of Factorial Town an endlessly cycling factory that made products and then took them apart again. After they had taken out the black gear and him, he had informed them of the sewage system that would take them to Toy Town. He had also given Koshiro his email address in case something happened. Of course, since Koshiro himself didn't have an email address in this world, he had to make one. He logged into a random server on the system and illegally created an inbox for himself. Andromon's reply came back underneath his email like a chat box. I've informed Genai of this. The reason why he hasn't contacted you until now was because Edamon was blocking him, but thanks to you, the network has jammed and he can contact you directly, his email wrote. Just when Koshiro climbed out of the well, Takaru came to get him and Sora. Jenai had arrived through a holographic imaging to give them a message. That was fast, Sora said in surprise but Koshiro was more concerned about something else. Anjumon had said in his email, thanks to you, the network has jammed. All Koshiro had done was hack into the network, not to do anything that he could surmise without freezing and shutting it down, or was it because he set up the new inbox and it caused some sort of blurp in the system? A large cactus stood behind the world mill, and that was where the children and their Digimon were all gathered. By the time Koshiro and the others got there, they could hear Taichi in the middle of hounding down on Genai. Koshiro only got to hear the last part of his words, but it was why? The holographic Genai held his hands together behind his back and answered lightly. So you've evolved? Hmm. The thing is, there may be many possible paths of evolution. None of them are true or wrong path, but the reason why you didn't achieve the evolution you wanted is because you are still very inexperienced. Inexperienced? That's right. Your Digimon evolving reflection of your own personal growth. Then what do I do to grow? I'll send you a trainer. His name is... Static suddenly infiltrated the hologram. Mon, listen to what he says. The hologram shut off abruptly. Ah, Koshiro said. He had wanted to ask a million questions, like how the digital world first came about or how the evolution mechanism worked, and also, what was the reason for why the network had gone weird, but he hadn't had the chance. He he said he was going to send a trainer, did he? Mimi asked Palmon, looking for confirmation. Yeah, he did. So maybe that means we'll get a bodyguard. If we're lucky, Joe whispered. None of them appeared all that expectant. It seemed that they still had some misgivings about trusting Jedi. Maintenance complete. Certain that Edamon would be irritated by now, at it still being unable to connect to the network, Nanamon sent him an email to confirm that it was back online right after he brought back the security system from suspension. Nanamon had noticed Koshiro's illegal access. However, instead of shutting him down, he had stopped the security system and cut off Edamon from the network. Of course, he didn't intend to report any of what happened to Edamon. It wasn't like he had an obligation to. He decided to let alone the inbox that Kosher had made illegally in the network, and Jedi's last words interested him. And it was possible that he could use this information in some way. Alright, so as always, a very large thanks to Onkei for providing us with this translation. And we'll be reading part four next time of chapter three. The link dumps in the description, and of course you can find all of Onkei's translations linked there. And you can also find our red bubble linked in the description. You can get more than just chats there. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslationmon at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or message us on our website, lostintranslationmon.com. You can follow us on at Translationmon on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. We have a scratch thread on with the will, and a red thread in the Digimon subreddit. We would appreciate if you would view us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and any other podcast listening app that you use. We have a website, vote in polls, check the release schedule, and check out our blog posts. You can donate to our Patreon with any description from as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access to a listen Discord server, but there are higher levels with more rewards such as notes, early episodes, and more. And thank you to our supporters on Patreon: Joe, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki One on YouTube, Stephen Reeves, who is C4 on Archive our Own, Katawashi, Chisai, who you can follow on Tumblr at Chisai236, Kyle, Tom. Lizmet, who is a Lekmon on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, Spiral, Keith from a computer podcast on the internet, Magnus, Hemi, Alex, and Luke, and we also have a PayPal and a Kofi, in case you wanted to do a one-off donation. So our PayPal is paypal.me/airdrawmon, and my coffee is slash airdraw And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.